Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Uh, I hope everyone's enjoying the Christmas season so far and um, getting to spend time with family and friends and loved ones. And uh, I really appreciate anyone who takes the time to press play and listen to this podcast during this busy season. I know that there's a lot going on for everyone, and um, it means a lot to me to know that there's some people that are uh, spending an hour or so of their day just listening to me and my friends talk. So uh, thank you again for that. Um, and for today's episode, I am honored to have today's guest here. He is a friend, and to me, I would consider him family, um, someone that I've known for many, many years now. And um, I'm thankful that I have him here in the studio today. I would like to welcome our guest today, Mr. Joey Casora. Joey, thanks for being here, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. I was a little nervous, but <laughs> it's good to be here man, with was, you hanging out in your nice pad. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I, you're one of those guys that uh, just having you around, is, for some reason, it makes me smile, man. Oh, so, man. <laughs> I'm glad you're thanks. here. Thank I, you. Um, let me turn your mic on. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now I can hear you oh. nice and clear. Um, man, we tried to do this a couple weeks ago, and it didn't work out, but I'm glad to finally have you here. Um, you're someone who spends a lot of time with my family and a lot of time working with the family, so I think you have an interesting perspective just on uh, the Katinas and the family, and um, I'm really just excited to to get into conversation with you today. Um, I don't know how much of the podcasts you've listened to in the past, but um, they all kind of work in a similar similar way. I have three questions for my guests. And um, the first two are more for me. And the final question I ask is the same for all of my guests. Yes. Um, and it's a little bit more about you. But before we get into our questions... Uh, I'd love to give you an opportunity to just introduce yourself and uh, share with our listeners who may or may not know who you are, just uh, who you are, how you know our family, and just a basic intro. Well, I'm Joey, and um, my husband to my beautiful wife, Sheena, a father to two, um, Cameron and Aria, and Cameron's nine. Aria is going to be seven in January. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Um, uh, working with the, the Katinas for about, it's going to be my sixth, uh, Christmas tour. Wow. Them, so it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Six, six. So six years you've been working, I guess, full time with the Katinas yeah, traveling yep. and, yeah. um, what do you do? What's like your role with the Katinas for people who don't know? Oh, okay. So I, I run a front of house, um, uh, uh, which is, uh, I just pretty much run sound, um, the mixing board, um, out in the back or front, wherever you want to call it. And, um, 
And then I, I just do anything production-wise, audio, sometimes video with them. And that's it, pretty much it in a box. Yeah, so <laughs> I know um, just from conversations I've had with, with my dad personally, how um, vital of a role that you play for just what the Katinas do. And I think you're probably selling yourself short. Aww. Joey does a lot for the Katinas. And he's one of those guys, we've said it uh, in the past, that um, what the Katinas do, they can't do on their own. There's no way it would happen uh, if it was just the five of them. And Joey's one of those guys that uh, really makes things make, makes things happen behind the scenes. So um yeah i hope people know how important (laughs) joey casora is oh man um so like i said earlier i have three questions and um i do prepare a little bit in advance for okay my guests and so today i I was well the last few days i because i knew you were coming i was i was trying to think what i was going to ask joey and there's so many questions i wanted to ask you um so for your first question it's really more a quick fire round of I have questions for you oh, because <laughs> All right. you're currently um, like right now on on a Christmas tour with the Katinas. Yes, yes. And I've been um, I don't know if lucky is the right word, but oh, I've yeah. had the opportunity to go on a Christmas tour a few times with the Katinas, and so I know how much work goes into it and oh, how um, demanding it can be. And I know that there's a lot of funny stories and stuff that come out of Christmas tours. Yes, and so definitely <laughs> I have like a list of like, it's like maybe 10 questions. Okay. Um, oh. For you that are regarding like the tour. Okay. And so right. this is first off, I want you to name everyone that is on the tour like part of the katina's crew okay let's do dan and tede and then we have um the five brothers of course Uh, john jesse sam james and your dad joe Mm -hmm. and yourself and me yeah so there is an eight-man crew yes eight-man crew right now so these are all I basically want you to name whoever comes to mind when I ask you each question. Oh, all right. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Oh, man, I'll get in trouble. All right, let's so go. I titled let's this go. Christmas Tour Quick Fire. Most likely to make everyone late for a flight. Today. <laughs> Sorry, man. Teraduku. Most likely to eat, mu- eat too much in the green room. Oh, oh man. I can't. <laughs> Sorry, uh, man. We're, mo- we're most likely to lose their wallet. Dan. Dan. For sure. Most likely to make friends with a stranger at a church. Oh, I would say probably Sam, I would think. Or James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> most likely to take too much time at sound check. Oh, oh man. Hold on. Let me. Um. Uh, sorry, this is quick fire, and it, I'm not doing a good job. No, Let's you're good. See. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I already no. feel it. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> That's not surprising to me. Uh, all right, this is a this is funny. Most likely to forget the lyrics to a song. Oh, I'm. Gonna, oh man. 
Maybe my ride partner today, John. Uncle John. <laughs> uh, quickest to Which fall asleep on a plane. Oh, man. I would say Jesse. Uncle yeah. Jesse. Just because I've sat with him a few times okay. already. So. Most talkative on road trips. Most talkative. Uh, probably your dad or Sam. Yeah. And least talkative on road trips. Uh, maybe uh, John? Uncle John, the quiet guy. <laughs> and last question for Quickfire. Who is your mm. favorite roommate? Oh, okay, let me explain this one <laughs> because I am a snorer uh, and I like to sn- sing in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think Sam has been the one that least woke me up in the uh, middle of it. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. But I love all of them, man. That's awesome. <laughs> all of them are fun. So, <laughs> as a fellow snorer, I can relate. Oh, to let's go. <laughs> I feel like uh, I didn't start snoring until like later in life. Okay. So I was All probably right. it, like my snoring probably didn't start till I was like 20, 21 years old. Uh, and I never I've never realized how much of a problem. Yeah, it's it, it definitely. Yeah. And, and but I I know what you mean. It's nice to have someone you can sleep with that is like doesn't bother you most definitely (laughs) i I definitely understand i'm keeping other people from sleeping but yeah they're also keeping me from sleeping when they wake (laughs) me up so well oh man (laughs) bro you're you're a good sport for answering those questions i um uh, i wanted to to ask that kind of to lead into just uh a different uh to lead into this conversation about being on tour and and this christmas tour you know it's it's um definitely like the most drawn out um event of the year for the katinas yeah and i would love to just ask you like what is life on on the christmas tour like for you guys like what's a day to like what's a normal day look like for you guys on tour um a typical day is uh We'd probably just have like a call time to go down into the lobby or lobby time. Um, Then from that, from there, we go to sound check, and uh, it's usually we we try to get it done um, at least uh, an hour before the service starts. So I I load in probably uh, four hours before show show time, and then we do a like an hour sound check. And just get everything, all the levels good. And then after that, we have like just at least an hour of just downtime where we can just relax and get ourselves together and mentally prepare for it. And of course, pray. Mm-hmm. And then concert time. And that's it right yeah. there. But that's day to day. And we're hitting tomorrow, I would say. We're going to be doing that at least uh, five days straight. Yeah. And then probably one day, just have a break. And then go at it again. Yeah. But it, the tiring part is, uh, I would say, like, if we get home late, then we have an early morning flight to the next city. And we have to just do it over again. So yeah. you get sleep when you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. And yeah. I, uh, I, I commend you guys. Who, to, I commend those who do that kind of work. And uh, uh, especially with my dad and, and his brothers, I... They've been doing things for so long that uh, 
they're super set in their ways of doing things and Definitely. and obviously it's worked because they're still doing it <laughs> but i know uh personally just being a part of of the tour that that can be you know a, that presents its own challenges working with guys who have been doing something for so long yeah but yeah. i don't want to get you in trouble no. <laughs> <laughs> well uh that's your first question uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'll go into your second one. Uh, this one I really am excited to ask you because me and my own personal life, um, I've been interested in music production and just the way yeah. audio works and stuff like that. Oh, hey. come here, come here, come here. Come. Oh, he's like, don't bother me. <laughs> he's just scratching the carpet. Come here. Uncle Joey, hold you. All right, I'll start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the second question, it, it, it's uh, interesting to me because in my own uh, in my own life, I've been interested in music production and audio, and um, I know that that's something that's what you do professionally. And yeah. I just wanted to ask you kind of how you started doing what you do now for a job and like um, how you learned the skills that you have and just just how you the road that led you to where you're at right now. Man, it was it was quite a bit. Um, I started actually um, uh, I bought my first um, sound system um, because I was performing a lot, playing my saxophone. Okay. So then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna get a sac- or get a sound system, and just provide my own sound, and just mix it the way I like it. And um, after that, I I just started getting into that. Then I started running um, sound at church, um, youth groups, and then uh, um, from there uh, I moved um, to Nashville. Okay. And I did an internship uh, for a year um, with a Full Life Christian Center. And um, back then it was called uh, Fast Forward. And um, it was that, at... That's here in, in Franklin, right? Yeah, in Cool Springs. Yeah. Um, it was a... And they had it at um, this building called the W. And it was it had a nice setup there. And that's where I uh, had a mentor. His name was Bart. And... Um, he was a country guy, like he, he was solid, but he was just a jack of all trades, okay. and and that's where I learned majority of it. And he just took me under his wing, and I just continued to uh, do that after I um, uh, was in uh, Franklin or Cool Springs for a year. Then I I moved back home to uh, San Diego, and um, then I. I uh, pursued that and then I also was playing the saxophone and I was like all right I'm, am I gonna do this as a career or am I gonna um, uh, do music as a career mm-hmm. and I went to college for a little bit and then um, I started a, a business um, with a another uh, guy who was like a family friend and um, we just bought a sound system and then that's where it kind of took off for me, where I started learning a lot more. Um, um, we would do concerts, a lot of uh, just local stuff and a mm-hmm. little bit in L.A. 
And at the same time, um, I was uh, also working at um, different churches and oh. helping them. So it, it just started picking me up. And I think a lot of it had to do with just experience and just hands-on yeah. stuff. So that's where I learned um, majority of it was just hands-on and research. Uh. And nowadays, YouTube is like the best. Yeah. Like that's where you can learn a lot. And, yeah. and I... Um, later on when people started posting stuff on YouTube, then I started learning more from there, but I would just ask every time I would go to a venue and watch, I would set up the sound system or the PA, and then I would just watch the front of house guy do his thing. And I would just ask him questions. And then from there, um, that's where I kind of learned. And I like to just pick people's brains a lot on what would they do in this situation? Yeah. So, uh, when you went to college, were you studying anything to do with what you're doing now or was it not really? It was, I was, um, a music major Okay. and, um, did that. And I was, I wanted to get into teaching. Um, like just, I did my, uh, I guess it was called general music, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to become a, like a teacher. So, (laughs) so, so a lot of, like the things that you do now were in a way self-taught or you learned on YouTube or yeah. Majority of it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) In my experience, YouTube is like the most amazing tool for learning things. Definitely. Even on the spot. Sometimes if you have like five minutes to figure it out, then (laughs) I usually jump on there. Yeah. A lot of someone like uh, YouTube, almost anything I know about like, production i learned on youtube and i often like i just think about it i'm like man i'm so lucky to be alive right now oh, definitely when i there's people out there who just out of their own like the goodness of their own heart just post stuff to teach people how to use it i don't know you how know. people ever learned i know without back then it. yeah <laughs> i think those were just books and asking questions yeah and, you know just going on the road i guess definitely <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I, when I was, um, so probably spring of 2020, maybe summer of 2020, I, um, the Katinas were doing, they had no trip, like no road trips, uh, they had no work basically. And so they just decided, well, we're just going to do like a Facebook live broadcast once a week. And so that's what they did. And you were in San Diego, mm-hmm. and they needed somebody to mix the sound oh, yeah. for the for the Facebook lives. <laughs> nice. And I, I, they just asked me because I, I really knew nothing about like mixing or I, I knew nothing about anything. And so I remember many times it was I think Tuesday or Thursday nights, <laughs> like an hour before they were going live, I would Facetime you yeah. and ask. You, oh man, <laughs> I remember those times. <laughs> Bro, I want to formally say thank you for, oh, for answering no. your phone. You are welcome, man. I enjoyed it, man. I, I think the uncles, the uncles thought I knew way more than I actually did because I would be panicking before shows because, like, literally, I was getting like no sound on their mics or anything, oh. and I was, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I just need to change a few things here. Let me yeah, call yeah. Joey and make oh. sure. I was like, 
and but you always came through, bro. No, but you got it. At least you knew what you wanted to wanted to sound good or yeah. what what sounded good and <laughs> yeah, how to balance it. So man. Well, <laughs> well, thank you again, Joey. Dude, That's your first yeah. two questions, man. Oh, um, man. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll Thanks. move on to your third one. And um, like I said earlier, this this third question is more about you. And it, it's really what the podcast is all about. The podcast is called Welcome Home with the Katinas. And yeah. so this question is um, really open-ended. And you can answer however you like to. And it's simply this. What's going on at home? Well, right now, um, Sheena and I and the um, the two kids, we we kind of like mentally prepared ourselves and for uh, this Christmas tour because I'm gonna be gone a month and mm-hmm. it's usually um, not that long. But uh, um, this time around, I'll I'll probably be home the 24th, um, the yeah Christmas Eve and. Um, yeah, we 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 for going into six years of doing this, we I think we've we got our little routine going down, and um, after the Christmas tour, we uh, we just have a little family vacation. Mm. But um, right now, uh, let me see, Sheena is um, just working her full time, doing her thing, and 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 full time mom which is a lot too yeah. <laughs> and um uh Cameron um right now is a uh we got him little piano lessons online oh, though wow. so he's it's an app which is cool and the app hears if he makes a mistake and uh. he's been enjoying that so um and then Aria um she is just being her her little self. Yeah. <laughs> she loves dolls. She likes stuffies. So, um, but she is one that I know in the future will handle herself in the on her own. So, yeah. <laughs> she's one of those. So. Bro, yeah, I, I, I'm. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I actually. Um, I mean, you probably know, but I was there when you proposed to Sheena. Oh, that's right. Yeah. On the cruise. On the Katina's cruise. <laughs> I don't remember how old I would have been. How long ago was was It was in been? 2009. So, so 12 years ago, I would have yeah. been 13 years old. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I was still young, yeah. a young Josh Katina. And <laughs> I had no idea that that was about to happen. And Joey proposed to his now wife in front of a decent amount of people. Yeah, I, I really... the. Plan A was to just do it on our own up on the top deck uh-huh. when the sun's going down. And yeah, I'll leave it there. <laughs> then we ended you up. switched it up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I remember. So I proposed. It's almost been a year now since I proposed to Alexis. Oh, yeah. And I remember I had plans, but I was really, I didn't realize how nerve wracking that was going to be. Oh, it was definitely nerve wracking. I could not have done it how you did it in front of everybody. Oh, man. I I just didn't want to share that moment like like that, that, but. Well, I even remember because, like, I know a lot of guys when they propose, they'll, like, spend the day with their fiance before Mm -hmm. leading up to it and, I don't know, go out and eat some a nice yeah. dinner or something or whatever i couldn't even be like i knew i couldn't even look at alexis that day until it was time Same. to propose. oh man i could not eat 
Yeah. And then she's like, what is wrong with you? I was like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, can't so, tell you. <laughs> uh, I like the moment the first time I saw Alexis that day was like, okay, I'm proposing right now. Wow. So I had it. I knew that I knew myself well enough to know that okay, I'm I'm not gonna be good just being around her. So I need to just make it happen quick. So yeah, but yeah, I was there for a very important day and yes, important you were, moment man. in your life. And, <laughs> Uh, it's funny Dude. all these years later, uh, I'm thankful that you're still part of the family and oh, and thanks. doing stuff. I, I'd love to ask you, just as a dad, um, knowing that, you know, you're spending a month away from, from your kids, like, is it hard for you to like, um, I, I'm sure it's hard to be away from them, but is it hard Definitely. for you to, to, to tell them like, Hey, I'm going to be gone for a month and, um, is it hard to explain to them, you know, what's going on? A little bit, on? yeah. Um, Cameron kind of gets it, but um, Aria is like, I just face, well, thank God for FaceTime because that yeah. helps so much. But um, Aria, the other day, she was like, come home now. <laughs> like that. I was like, all right, I'll be there a little, little bit. But um, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, It has its moments, but um, the good thing is like, to just stay busy, um, like as long as we're doing our thing and working every day, like it'll just go by like yeah. for quick for me and I hopefully quick for them because they're you know in school and Sheena's at work every day, so they they have a, a full like schedule too. So. Yeah, and, and I'm sure for your relationship with Sheena and your marriage, that's. A challenge that you guys face just spending that that much time away from each other how do you yeah. guys um how do you and sheena like prepare for that and uh you know deal with spending a, a month or so away from each other well um we just we don't really prepare for it i would say we we just uh i think we just we just do it like yeah. just make it happen like it's it is what it is yeah. and, and and for the the past few years, because I remember our first year, though, I was just, I was like, hey, if if you can't handle me being this go- um, long, wait, gone this long, then uh, we, we can, I always checked up on her and made sure she was okay with it. Yeah. And um, second year came by, and then she's like, oh, I think we can do this. And then yeah. we just continued on. And now it's just a, a thing we do, you know, yeah. the Christmas tour is just a thing we do. And then... We have like January, you know, so it's cool. Like, I'm glad she supports me. I, I am 100% glad that um, she supports what I do. And, and I love that. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm very new to the whole marriage thing, but, uh, uh, if you have a, a wife or a husband or a partner or whatever, who, um, supports you and things that are important to you uh, that makes everything a lot easier with the, even the challenges that it can present definitely um, but you said you're going on vacation after the tour yes what yes. what's your family do for, are you guys like a beach vacation family or <laughs> so um our annual trip we usually bring um a group of us also a group of friends sometimes like close ones and uh we go to Vegas Ah, (laughs) and um all we do is eat sleep and walk around and just 
have fun with each other, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason I think the reason why it's based because um, I think that's just what we've been doing ever since um, we've been married. Uh, we take a quick trip because our anniversary falls right after christmas okay. so it's on the 26th oh wow so we're just like hey let's drive somewhere and um at the at first we 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 used to go um to the snow and just do snowboarding and just snowboard and then we ended up just going to vegas right after <laughs> so we just hang out there and then um yeah just eat our thing is steak and eggs oh. late night steak and eggs because it's good. It's after hour. It's like after twelve. It's only like you know a few bucks. So yeah. we're like, let's take advantage of this, and we just we just vacation and have fun. That's it. And <laughs> so you guys, Vegas is not a far drive for you guys either. I, yeah, it's uh, like four and a half to five. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, that sounds fun, man. <laughs> you, you guys bring the kids too. Def, yep. Yeah. Yep. And they just they love any hotel. They call <laughs> yeah. It, even if we stay in San Diego and it's a hotel, they call it vacation. So do they, do they swim? They like to swim. Oh yeah, or, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Any hotel that had a pool when I was younger was five star. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> as long as I could get in the pool. Nice pool. Yep. <laughs> um, I remember when I was. I've been to Las Vegas once in my life, uh, but I was probably ten or eleven years old. And it was it was with my dad um, and his brothers. They were singing at a church there. And uh, when you think of Vegas, obviously you think of like oh, that's a place where like adults go to of course, have fun. Yeah. But I, as a ten year old, eleven year old, I thought Vegas was awesome. Like, yeah, you just pick what you want to, you know, the good, the fun yeah, stuff. Yeah. You pick and choose. So, <laughs> oh, we do do a lot of shopping too. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I, uh, yeah. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. Yep. yep. Um, I guess uh, I'll move kind of in a different direction. Um, it's actually a total different direction, but I would love to talk to you about um, your relationship with my younger brother. Oh, okay. Eli. Yeah, um, yeah. Eli mm. is, like I said, my younger brother. He's 22 years old. And uh, this time last year, uh, like October of last year, Eli got married. And um, I was lucky enough to be Eli's best man. And I remember I had a conversation with Eli. And I was like, well, who are the other, other groomsmen going to be? And <laughs> he started naming off people. And he said, and I hope it works out, but I really want Joey to be a oh, groomsman. Oh, my guy. Yeah. I would love I would love to. Because first off, Eli got married. I, I would... I would consider Eli to be young when he got married. Yeah, he was 21 yep. years old. Um, and you are not in your 20s. Yeah. I and, 38. But, okay, so it, what was that like? How do you have a relationship with a guy who's that much younger than you and you guys are close enough to uh, for him to ask you to be a groomsman? I, I really... Well, I think because, you know, when I was staying here and I would stay at the office and mm-hmm. then... Me and him would just hang out late nights and just talk and yeah. just keep talking. Then we were working with each other, too, at the same time. So, I don't know, all of our conversations and we just got deep. And then we just, you know, kind of like opened up to each other. And this boy, he's really mature for his age. Yeah. I was like, wait, are you really 20 or 21, <laughs> whatever? <laughs> 
But we, I don't know. We just we just um, had good times together and just talked a lot and did you know worked a lot together. Yeah. So it it was fun, man. And we just connected right away. Yeah. Like from the start. So. <laughs> well, I know it was it was really important to Eli that. Oh man! One of his groomsmen. So I want to thank you for being such a good friend. No, I I really appreciate appreciate him um, in my life because it's weird because he he would actually like he said he says a lot of encouraging things to me and really just um and he has some wisdom. (laughs) So I know know. as an older brother, (laughs) hey man, you too. I love you too, man. Yeah, Eli. Eli is a very wise guy for his age. Uh, in more ways it. than one, he's a wise guy. But. He's like, yeah, yeah. And a little smarty pants. Yeah. Uh, well, I love him. Uh, I hope that I hope that I'm able to have you know a friendship like that where that kind of crosses the the age gap and, oh, yeah, and yeah. honestly, like. I don't feel like you're a young 38 year old. (laughs) Thanks, dude. Um, uh, Well, here's another thing I I was hoping to get to talk to you about. And I don't know if we really talked about it because, I mean, the pandemic's been going on for almost two years now. And I don't know if I've had this conversation with you, but so you live in with your family in California and... I think that like the way the the pandemic affected people or at least like um, the way people experienced it on a day to day basis was very different depending on where you lived. And here in in Tennessee, you know, we had our own challenges and, and, um, you know, dealt with the pandemic the way that it was dealt with here. But I would love to hear from you like. 2020 specifically like how was how did covid like affect your life and um and sheena and the kids and and yeah just how did it affect like that year for you um yeah yeah uh it really like kind of changed the way we we do things currently now like as a family mm-hmm. um we uh i really I, I I can I don't want to be too like insensitive but no. we enjoyed it mm. be, um the, the we enjoyed the family time yeah that we got to have with each other and we we came up with like a, a nice routine and just being able to wake up and see each other um every day um and spend the whole day pretty much and and we would you know eat together as a family um breakfast lunch and dinner but um after that things started to open up and uh um there was like a lot of you know anxiety fear Mm -hmm. there but uh we were just um thankful i'm just thankful um also for your 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 dad and the uncles Mm uh i mean the brothers i don't want to say uncles but um they they really encouraged me um too and uh i just i just trusted god in everything um um in this situation cuz i i really started to build up um anxiety yeah. at first and and then after a while i just <laughs> started just 
I tried to work out for mm-hmm. a little bit and get out and do things, but man, when things um opened up, it, it wasn't um that bad, you yeah. know. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was good for us, you know. But it's the the hard part is just losing loved ones, yeah. which is it, it it just took a toll on 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 me, and I was just like, what is going on, mm-hmm. like. I just, I, I, I just couldn't believe like the friends, the like you know that I've lost and mm-hmm. uncles and aunties. So, yeah, that was that's pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, it seems like you know, the obviously the this pandemic touched everybody's lives in one way or another, and um, I just wanted to ask you about how it was on on your side of the country and oh yeah and well yeah in, in san diego it was pretty uh there was some <laughs> i just remember this one time where there was a curfew mm. and i was like am i really not allowed to drive after like <laughs> 8 30 yeah. or i was that's that's kind of what tripped me out yeah. it's like when the lockdown was like if you get caught like yeah. you're you're gonna either get arrested or fined for um, being out, and I was like, "All right, this is <laughs> this is getting a little too far, but <laughs> it yeah, is I what it is." <laughs> I know for me, like it was one of those things that I just it was a I had always heard this before, but I don't think I ever really fully understood it until 2020 that like things can change, like yeah, at the yep. drop of a hat. Every like yeah. you're not in control of almost anything that's, in your yep, life, and that's so true. That's one of the things I learned from it, but. Um, I guess I, I have time for, we have time for maybe one or two more questions. And I think now's a good time to ask, um, everyone, but I'll, since you're the one in the seat, I'll ask (laughs) you with, uh, the new year is approaching 2022, which is crazy to say out loud. Um, and you know, I asked this to a lot of my guests, um, about, because it's something that's important to me about what they're dreaming about and what their goals are. And I'd love to just ask you as this year comes to an end. And, um, a lot of times the beginning of a new year can be a time where people start, uh, can reevaluate just where they're at in life. I would love to ask you for 2022. Um, what are your dreams? Um, for personal, I, man, I've been, I really want to make an, a new album, mm. like a just a saxophone album, yeah. or maybe a like a collaboration of like artists and stuff. And that was that's been one of my my dreams um, to get done. And with like the way technology is now, it's so easy to do, yeah. you know. And uh, I that's been I think that's my the main one yeah. right now. <laughs> but <laughs> how long have you been playing sax? Um. Since I was 11, so... Since you were 11 years yeah, old. Yeah, And you just kind of... St- you always loved it, or was it like your parents kind of made you do it? Well, and- yeah, my, my mom kind of like got... So it's funny, because I, I started off um, with the oboe ah. and uh, in the fifth grade, and um, I just... <laughs> I, I liked it, it was cool, but after a while, I was like... This is not the one that uh, Kenny G played. Yeah. <laughs> but then my mom's like, you want to play uh, the saxophone? I was like, yeah, 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 I'll play sax. Wow. And then she took me 
to a, a concert and then that's when I um that's when I just pursued it but <laughs> I'm I'm so ignorant but are there similarities between oboe and saxophone like no no. no not at all it's like well real- kind of like the fingering was almost similar but not not the oboe had way too many buttons <laughs> okay yeah when i think i mean i know nothing about either of them but when i think of the oboe no offense to all the oboe players out there I but mean keys not it, buttons but it, it, <laughs> whatever. it's kind of like a nerdy instrument yeah, i don't know when i think yeah. of it but saxophone is cool no man. i was so glad to jump on that one <laughs> so do you, do you have uh do you have stuff out there now that people can listen to um, I just have CDs. I, I didn't put anything on the streams okay. yet, like Spotify. But I, I plan on uploading at least one song because there was one song that I actually like wrote and we uh, um, a few years back. So awesome. that's the one I can probably post. <laughs> well, dude, the if you ever put it on like Spotify or Apple Music, I'll uh, play it on this podcast. Oh, uh, sure, all right. <laughs> Because I've heard you play sax, and I know you're a talented guy. Oh, and thanks, I just man. love the saxophone in general. Uh, my dad, I don't know what it was. Um, I I couldn't tell you what it was, but we used to have like a saxophone CD that played in our house. It might have been even wow. been a Christmas, yeah, yeah. Like sax, but it was all saxophone, and I remember oh. from a young age, I always thought the saxophone was so cool because oh, we, nice. that played in our house and. Um, but yeah, dude. It's funny because um, uh, during one of the Christmas tours, um, Eli, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, let me play your sax." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> I was like, "All right." And then, and then he he starts. He's all, "How do you do this?" All right. I was just just blowing it, just trying. And then he's all, "How do? What do you do with your mouth?" I was like, "Yeah, just do this and this." And then he did it, and then he got it, and then um, and then your dad found out, uh-huh. and he's all. Hey, can I try your sax? And I was like, sure. And he starts playing Mary, Did You Know? I was like, <laughs> how did you know how to do that? I was I, laughing. I think him and my Uncle Yeti and my Uncle Dave all... All the... Yep, yep. I think they maybe played in like the school band when okay. they were younger. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I've seen my dad play the sax. And he's not as good as you are. No, but... it, was, it was awesome. Though. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Oh. Um, Bro, I I really appreciate your time, and I, your, my dog is asleep in your lap. I now. love it. He's just plumped on me. <laughs> um, I I want you to know that while uh, all of you guys are out on the road, I think about you guys a lot, and I pray Aww, for you guys. Thank and, you so much. Um, I'm really thankful for what you do for our family, and Aww, um, thanks, Josh. You know, it's a it's a weird thing because. Uh, growing up, my like the way the way that my family was provided for was not only just what my dad did, but also what his brothers did and the people who were on the road for them, or on the road with them. And and you're one of those guys. And so, um, whether you know it or not, man, I'm really thankful for um, you and and all the brothers like you that uh, help make the katinas work. So thank you, man. Thank you. And you know, it's, it's definitely an honor. It's a blessing and it's a dream of Mm. mine to be working with your, um, with your dad and brothers. So uh, I love it. And, um, I don't know if I can tell, but, um, when I was, uh, going to youth conventions and I was like, I think I was 13. Um, I was with my mom and I was like, 
and your 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 dad and the brothers were all up there and I was like one day I want to work with these guys right wow. here cuz I just love their music wow. and then till this day I'm like it's a dream man wow. it's a dream come true so I'm I'm blessed and it's an honor to work with the legends <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're a legend in your own oh, right, man, bro. Nah. I thank you, man, and I think uh -huh. that's a great place to end for us today. So, uh, uh, hopefully, we'll do this again sometime. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Joey. To everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.